All right, episode seven. Me and Ty spent the past week trying to go viral on TikTok. It went better for one of us than the other. <laughs> I would hardly say that I went viral, but I think uh, I really like the two different approaches that we took. I yeah, think, we for sure did. I think we went two different directions, which is good. And then I ended up making sure everything kind of switched over um, to the Swipe Out podcast, which I, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, discrepancy too of like having a branded account versus having a personal account. I think there's a lot to dig into. We, we were going to do maybe just start off with this and then do another episode, but I think um, this can be its whole episode. Yes, in I agree. There's a lot, a lot to talk to about. In. And we haven't even talked like ourselves about what happened and what we did throughout the week. We were just yep. kind of um, sharing text notes along the way. So let's get into it. Um, Jordan, I suppose we can uh, start with you. Yep. Why don't we walk through first what your general approach was, any strategies that we had talked about last week that you tried to employ, um, what your mindset was to the whole week, everything like that. Yeah. So I took a more production heavy approach, I would say. I tried to use my, you know, my nice camera, my video editing software and tried to kind of take that route. In hindsight, that wasn't a great idea. And there's a couple of reasons I can kind of dive into that later. But so my videos always ended up being a little bit longer than I wanted them to. When I got in and started editing, they always ended up being like 45 uh, seconds to a minute. And I wasn't looking for that. I wanted quick hitters like 15 to 20 seconds. Um, and yeah, I just tried to, I was trying to do creative stuff with, you know, my camera, my phone, trying to incorporate my puppy in there. I should have used her more, but um, yeah. And after you talk about what your strategy was, I can kind of dive into why I think my side didn't work well at all, but sure. I'll let you take it here. Yeah. So while Jordan said he went for the production heavy approach and used a nice camera and, and everything like that. And I think the time aspect was really interesting too. Um, I just did everything from my phone and I edited everything in the, um, in the TikTok editing suite, um, whatever you want to call it. And it's really a robust, uh, a robust way to edit content, which is really, really cool. You know, you have the whole green screen effect, which I used a lot. Um, you have the ability to put text everywhere, which we talked about different levels of engagement, which is all really important, but sort of the counter to what Jordan had done um, in terms of heavily producing his videos, having a lot of cool transitions and um, titles pop up on the screen. I was doing everything natively within TikTok, which one, of course, let me allowed me to put out uh, more content. I was able to get up nine pieces of content over the past couple days without really straining myself. Like there'd be a couple times I'm like, all right, I'm gonna sit down, bust out a couple of TikToks. And I was able to do, you know, two in the, in the span of like under 10 minutes, um, which is really, really good. And then a lot of them ended up being more successful than what Jordan's were. And when you look at it, sinking in less time, putting in less effort, um, and then having more success, it's sort of an interesting um, breakdown, which we'll get into more about the kind of effort you have to put into TikTok or the type of content um, that you have to put out. But I was, uh, I think one of my biggest takeaways was just the robustness of the the, the editing capabilities of TikTok and the just the, the so many different effects you can use and in, in, in different um, different like styles that you can take advantage of. Um, the green screen one again was a really big one for me, um, but then of course just throwing text over the top is just always a really good way to to maintain that engagement. But I really feel like I only scratched the surface, um, and again I was doing it all within the app, so it, it was really kind of an interesting experiment in that way. For sure. Do we want to, before we go any further, do we just want to watch a couple of ours just so we have some? Sure. 
Okay. So I'll let you pull up yours first. Okay. Um, so well, I only I posted five times over the, yep. the week. I started. Started with the pop. And this one actually it followed a trend. Yep. That's going around on TikTok with this Timothy Shamal Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah. yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And so I just kind of went off that and obviously used my pup. So very cute. And uh, an important thing, that, an interesting thing, and this is maybe going to lead us into diving in, but like that post had 19 likes, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Um, which of course isn't a ton of likes, but like, and it only, it had less than a hundred or that one had 175 views. If I look at, yeah, if I look at one of mine, hold on, I'm, I'm not going to try to find it because the, the likes discrepancy was really interesting to me because right. likes didn't always correlate to a higher amount of views. Um, so like this one, for example, one of mine had 320 views, double the yep. amount of views that yours had and only 11 likes. So it's, right. it's really interesting. And I'm sure I can pull up a couple more. Yeah, this one had three likes, but it had 379 yep. views. So it was like, it's really interesting how likes on this one had 13 likes and had uh, almost or, or over 700 views. So it, yeah. it's interesting that they don't correlate likes with views, which is really interesting. And exactly. I don't honestly even see like a, like a comment to view ratio as well. So something that maybe not a lot of people have figured out, but I thought it was interesting as you were showing one of your right. videos. And like, that, yeah. And that got me thinking too, maybe the, you know, just, you know, watch time. Maybe if someone watches through your video, that's having a higher effect on boosting that an algorithm than just yeah. a like is. Well, we did talk about last week, you know, going through this really good flow chart. That was, that was really simple. Um, but it was basically showing that, and I've talked about this in different algorithms across different platforms, but they rank levels of engagement and they rank how people interact with content and likes and comments, those metrics that a lot of people care about, we, we call them vanity metrics, don't mm -hmm. really matter from the standpoint of the algorithm. They much rather have things like Jordan just said, completion rate or re-watch re rate or shares or stuff like that. And likes and comments, they're great to have and see and, and know for yourself, but they don't always translate. And we could really see here translate to success in terms of views. For sure. And then just to go through these other ones, uh, we don't have to watch them all, but this one I used, I had seen it before and it was just how to get a cool cinematic shots with your iPhone. Yeah. And then basically showed people how to do it. That one had 38 likes. That was actually my best video out of these five ones, if you can even say that. But again, very interesting. 38 likes, which is honestly a higher right. tier of likes than what I had. And I was seeing much higher views. And then this video I built off, it was another trend where people use this sound and then they put, you know, cinematic shots from TV or that they've actually yeah. filmed. And I just spun off that, made it a spoof with Michael Scott clips from The Office. Yeah. Just because I'm a big Office fan and, you know, I thought it would be funny. This is this was actually my favorite one that I made. I love this one. Um, yeah. And then this next one was just, we talked about um, with the content tools, Mojo, that app I use to just do simple titles. Yeah. So I went through and explained that here. And this was one I thought would be a good 20 second hitter. But as I was editing it, I'm like, there's no way like this is going to be so much longer than, of course, I think it's around 45, 50 seconds. And right. I just don't think people sit around and watch that for that long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah. As Jordan shows his, his last one here. I, I think it's super it's a super curious thing and maybe it's a psychological thing, but when I was editing things in, um, in TikTok, you're much more conscientious, like even filming it, um, you're much right. more conscientious of how long whatever you're doing is, is 
taking to film and then is going to end up being. And the, I, I really like the feature in TikTok where you can, from the beginning, set if you want a video to be 15 seconds or if you yes. want it to be 60 seconds. And so for me, I was trying my best to cram in whatever content that I was thinking about filming in that 15 second um, recording window because yeah. I knew that, you know, if I was going to go over 15 seconds that we might run into issues like you did where it gets a little long, people aren't willing to sit through it, you know, whether or not the information is good. I think a lot of the information that Jordan does is really good. And I love, there's a lot of creative ways in which you displayed it. And we've talked about all that stuff before the sort of the potential vertical video like that. Um, I yeah. think the, the direction that I took of just being like, Hey, let's just film a computer screen with my camera and just try to get it yep. over with as quickly as possible. I think had curiously enough, a, a lot better success. Right. And yeah, this last one is just too long again, basically just tried to explain this cool cloning effect. But yeah. what I do want to say is if I was a more, say I was a more established TikToker that had, you know, a million views yeah, or say you're a person who has, you know, you know, 22,000 or some random number where you actually have followers who watch your content daily. That's where I think, you know, some of my content sprinkled in would work really well. Like people 100%. would sit around and stay to watch that. And if you're known for your cool camera effects and whatnot, but just starting out when people, you know, are scrolling through a for you page, say you pop up on it and you have two likes to your video, they're not going to stay around and watch that. Yep. I think that's that totally right. Sense. No, I think yeah. that's totally right. And I think that's maybe an interesting thing we, we consider as we embark on like a, a mission possibly of like just trying to grow the swipe out podcast is mm -hmm. inter interlacing that content not only because that's what the show is all about where i have a specialty and you have a specialty but also because maybe that will play better on you know on the algorithm where you have videos that are a little bit more in depth for the people that are already there and i'm almost like top of the funnel guy that is just bringing people in to start with and i think you're right that there could be a success with a combination of both of those which is a really interesting thought for sure okay let's dive into a couple of years Awesome. Okay. So, um, the, I actually posted this one first, so, um, I guess we can just kind of watch it or I can explain it. Cause it's not that big of a deal for you to listen, but basically there's like this thing on Instagram where you can go to an about account section of any public account and see their former usernames. And I'd seen this a while ago, um, with summer Ray, who's like an Instagram model about how one of her accounts in 2017 like the account that she has now it was formally named something really off the wall in 2017 and people kind of use that to possibly assume that maybe she bought the account or she bought the followers or different stuff like that and i'm like man this this will probably do really really well and it ended up getting like two views off the jump and i thought that there might it must have been it got a there's a snag with community guidelines or something like that um, because i deleted it then re-uploaded it and then it, it, it had a fair amount of success at like 1500 views like you can see here that was sort of an interesting like speed bump right away like the video got two views and i'm like that is it because it wasn't a good video or it was there something else so i i like i said deleted it and re-downloaded it and then reposted it um, and it ended up doing a little bit better but my first video that really popped off because i kind of posted these um first uh three or the two the first two and sort of the same time frame um was this one of three apps that make my job as a social media manager easier. And I, I really like it because um, it was, you know, something that really calls out somebody right away. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in a, a social media manager, then you might want to stick around. It was super quick. Again, this was another one where I got it done in 15 seconds. Um, and it was, I thought pretty good value for when it was all said and done and, you know, it was accessible because it was free and, and all that different stuff. Um, and that one ended up getting 309 likes, which is really 
pretty good um, awesome. for my, my second video. And then, um, and then, yeah, I mean, it only got 3,500 views, which is curious because then you look at something like this one, which is my most popular TikTok, that got 230 likes, but it got over 7,000 views. And this was another super simple one where I'm using the green screen effect in under 15 seconds, and I'm showing how to get line breaks in Instagram, which probably that helps more people because everybody uses Instagram and everybody's wanting to get line breaks. So like trying to even broaden that net a, a, a little bit more. Um, and it was, you know, my most successful performing TikTok. And I would say coming back to that conversation we were having earlier, that it just is one of those things where people are watching it for longer. It doesn't necessarily mean that more likes or more comments are important, but how quickly that you can get through something. And you can see in this video, like I'm firing through different backgrounds every four seconds. And so it, it really, you get to the point quickly and you keep people visually engaged um, along the way. So I thought that was really cool. Then there were a couple other ones that, that did so, so for me, I really went in the vein of like fun little hacks or fun little like tricks or different things, different tools that I use um, that were trying to be as accessible to people as possible. So trying to keep those tools like free tools, um, yeah. I thought was, I thought was really important. Um, and then the last thing that I want to talk about is hashtags. And I know we sort of talked about this last week, but I didn't see any correlation like this. My first really good video use some hashtags and I just try to stick general with like, you know, I hashtag Hootsuite and Canva and Visco and um, the Vogue challenge, which is the sound that I used um, yep. and just different like social media hacks and stuff like that. Um, and it did all right, like I said, but then this video, my most popular video didn't use any hashtags and hmm. it, it, it did really well. So I think that's one of those things we sort of talked about it with Instagram and, and a couple other platforms where maybe you'll raise the ceiling, the potential reach that you can have on a piece of content, but it doesn't necessarily dictate how much success you're going to have. And I really think for TikTok, like don't be losing sleep over, over different hashtags because people will be like, Oh, you have to hashtag for you page. Like from people say that, that I, that I know are my friends and that don't really have any knowledge because why should they have like how hashtags work? But if you're hashtagging for you page, that hashtag has seemingly billions of video mm -hmm. views underneath it. And so it's not serving you any real functional <clears throat> purpose. Maybe it's something that's nice to think about, like, oh, that's going to help me go viral, but it's not serving any functional purpose. And to be honest, I don't know what functional purpose hashtags really do serve because there's not a way for people to, people don't really follow hashtags. I'm, I'm sure people aren't really searching hashtags in mass and just scrolling through videos through a specific hashtag. So there's probably some backroom deal with the TikTok algorithm that hashtags maybe have some benefit, but I don't think it's anything to stress over. And I think that was one of my, my really important takeaways as I was doing this whole challenge. So, yeah, that's awesome. Did you film? Cause I learned something yesterday that, you know, kind of blew my mind, but did you film yeah. all your TikToks within the app? All my TikToks within the app. Yeah. And so, okay. So yesterday I watched uh YouTuber, Chris, Howe. he okay. came out with like 10 tips to beat the TikTok algorithm or something like that. And he had uh, a gal on who's who she grew her TikTok to uh, crazy amount of followers in like two months. Yep. And one of her tips was at least every it was like two or three videos you need to be filming with the TikTok app. Interesting. Because they've had problems with bots who are posting, you know, MP4 files just straight from, you know, they basically what I did. I filmed it on my camera, yep. turned it into MP4, then sent it to myself and posted that way. And that kind of, you know, tells the app that this could be a bot who's uploading, you know, bad videos. So 100%. she said, if you're, you know, TikTok wants you to use their platform, their camera and their effects and filters and all that stuff. So if you're doing that every once in a while, your videos are automatically going to do a little bit better. 
in terms of algorithm and ranking on the for you page, which that's, was pretty crazy to me. That is really interesting. Um, I, yeah, I, that makes complete sense. And it does. I, I think the same way, you know, it, it makes sense to post consistently and like, like, it, like we've talked about in mass, like when you understand that these, all these platforms are trying to do are keep you on the platform longer. However, that works out in their algorithm, that's their end goal. So you have to try to feed in an input that will inevitably help that end goal. And then whatever magic happens in the middle, you can hopefully get a predictable end result, which is in this case, getting on the For You page or, or going viral in, in different stuff like that. Um, and another a really curious note to me was, uh, and I don't remember, I was trying to think about how I set up this account. Cause when I set up this account, it was a, a brand new account. Um, and I know I didn't put my phone number cause I already had my phone number linked to, uh, to another account. Um, and I was fairly certain I had just thrown away, put in like a throwaway email or like a secondary email or something like that. But all of a sudden on this first video of mine that had got 3,500 views, so the first one that did really pretty well, um, all of a sudden I was getting notifications within TikTok and like texts from people like your videos are popping up on my For You page. And my first initial thought was like, oh, that's really embarrassing because like this is, you know, I'm taking TikTok pretty seriously right. in this instance. Um, and I hadn't really done that before. And certainly a lot of my friends don't, I don't think they know the extent of my interests in areas like this, you know, mm -hmm. not TikTok, but like in areas of social media management and, and different yep. stuff like that. Um, and I, I've always had the the mindset and this goes to like when I had my first podcast where it was like, oh, people like, oh, you have a podcast? Like, should I listen to it? And I'm like, well, it's not really made for you like you, you can exactly listen it's me but i assure you unless you're interested in you can but you probably won't like it <laughs> yeah in the twin cities it's not going to be for you and i appreciate your support um and for a lot of people it's kind of hard to bridge those two things like you know why is yeah. he doing this we can get in this whole conversation but um i was starting to see all these people that i knew and like really the only thing i could think of was that somehow it had linked my contacts to this account and it was never something that I had done explicitly, but people that I like went to high school with like people that I just haven't talked to in a while or really have like, they just started showing up on, um, or I started showing up for them on, on their for you page, which is really interesting. And there was no commonality between like people that maybe were also interested in, in these areas, like literally it, if I knew the person they, and they were on TikTok, they had probably seen my, my TikTok, which was really, really interesting to me because like I said, I'd never made a conscious effort to connect any, existing social media profile or phone number or contact information to the platform. But all of a sudden it was serving the content to people that already knew me, which if you think about it, makes sense because, you know, all of a sudden my girlfriend who has no interest in this kind of stuff is getting like, I didn't even, I didn't even tell her that I was doing this this week. And all of a sudden she was like, we were like literally sitting together and watching TikTok together. And all of a sudden I, I, I pop up and I'm like, Oh my no God, way. what, yeah, what is happening right now? And it happened like twice in that one setting of like, sitting down and scrolling through where like I'm getting my own TikToks from her phone basically. And it was, uh, it was interesting. Like, of course it makes sense because for her, she doesn't have yeah. any interest in that kind of stuff, but she sees my face and all of a sudden she is more inclined to engage with the piece of content, but it was just weird how the algorithm worked to serve, um, somehow knowing that it was me. And there's probably something that I did along the way, whether it was through an email or something like that, but serving me to people that already knew me to, you know, grow the following and the engagement that way, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. That just put my brain in a mush because I'm trying to figure that out. Like if it's something with Apple and your yeah. Apple yeah. ID, like I don't I wish I remember the app, how I, I set up the account because then I went back today and hopefully this is an account that you and I, Jordan, use. And I went yeah. up today and I'm like, what is linked to it? And there was no phone number or email even linked to the account. And so I literally must have just created a new account. And from my like 
proxy server number, like something weird yeah. it, it knew. And that wasn't, and I've had a TikTok, like a, a personal TikTok. This is kind of like a, a throwaway where I just do stupid stuff. And that's the one where I, I do a lot of my TikTok consumption. I have a handful of videos on there and never has that ha happened to me there. Right. And I mean, I've been, I've been using that one for months. And so it was just interesting that I create this new account, have no email tied to it, have no phone number tied to it. And all of a sudden it's, it's getting sh shown up in, in people's uh, for you pages that know me. So it's just, it's, it's, a, it's really curious. And there's a whole, I mean, I can suggest you videos of like how China is sort of using the lever of TikTok and then their yeah. own version of TikTok to like propagate pro-Chinese propaganda in the Western world and in China, which is a really scary thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't, that's probably a little too heavy for here and something I don't <laughs> really comprehend, but it's like, it's just so interesting that the back, like the back room algorithm happenings that, that go on in TikTok. And I think, it, I, I think it just takes trying things like this to sort of better understand it because I can sell you whatever you think is snake oil or, or whatever on a bunch of other al algorithms that I think I know pretty well. I have no idea what this algorithm wants, except for it wants people to watch your content more than once every time they scroll by it. And it's like, that's it. Yeah. Did you by chance, uh, look at your, your insights or stats for the past so week? I didn't set them up until, okay. which was dumb of me, but I didn't set them up until just today. And then it either can't backlog analytics or it can't um or like it takes a little while for like new video analytics so right now i can i can only see like total views and likes and shares and stuff like that okay i'm gonna i'm gonna share mine because they're pretty hysterical but okay i had five videos posted yep um my top video had 177 views 38 likes i gained five followers only i had uh 463 total video views for the week and then 12 profile views so 12 people clicked into my profile from those that's interesting yeah um are you are, are link click views or anything like that viewable in not that you had any or didn't have any but are those viewable in the i couldn't see it within the insights okay. interesting that's really that's really interesting yeah i mean it's it's totally weird i mean we can link back to our youtube channel which is great um and i think at some point we probably will unlock an ability to put a link in the TikTok bio where we can you know then all of a sudden link out to a linkedin page and our podcast yeah. platforms and different stuff like that but it's just such a such an interesting tool and and <clears throat> i think a lot of people exist on both sides where you're either on the side of like TikTok, i'm never going to use that or you're on the side of like TikTok, this is the thing that nobody's talking about and let me let me get yeah. you on TikTok and everything like that so it's just uh it's a really interesting learning experience i don't know if you had any additional takeaways jordan i honestly just had as silly as it sounds, I had a lot of fun. Me too. Like it, I love, I, so I feel guilty sometimes if I'm making a, if I'm taking a lot of time to make a piece of content that I'm not getting paid for, or I'm not going right. to see any monetary value. I totally agree with that. And this just kind of, I put that aside in my mind for this past week and just said, screw it. Like I'm just going to, and I think that's probably where, you know, the too much production came into my mind where I was like, okay, I can do all this really cool stuff. I don't feel guilty at all. So I'm just going to, you know, try to make these cool videos. But yeah. So for me, it was just fun to be able to try different things. And, you know, like with the cloning video, I'd had that in the back of my mind. I saw a YouTube video probably a year ago and was like, sure. I want to try that somehow, but I had nowhere to put it or try it. And so this just gave me an opportunity to do that. So yeah, yeah for me, it was just fun. For, for I'm, I'm I'm sort of on like the other side of the same coin, or I don't know how it relates to what you just said specifically, but I had a lot of fun. I totally agree with the sentiment of like, 
working too much on something that you're not getting paid for, especially in the world that you and I exist in, in which our time directly correlates to how much we make. In most instances, um, I had a lot of fun knowing that I could create something and be creative and not spend a ton of time on it. Um, yeah. Doing everything in the app, I was sort of able to satiate that creative itch. I mean, these are things that I've been thinking about and tips that I like have known about for a while. It wasn't like this all struck me at once since I got on TikTok, um, but there, always, there hasn't always been a great outlet aside from me sinking a bunch of time into, cause you know, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn and I, I make videos and I make graphics, but that takes a, a lot of time and I can sort of get the same, like the same dopamine hit almost of just making a 15 second TikTok that takes five minutes to shoot and edit. Um, and I can have that creative outlet and not spend a ton of time on it. So it was interesting sort of to counter your point of like, I didn't feel like I spent a ton of time yeah. on that stuff, but I say, I sort of got that same release of creativity and everything like that. And to your point, Think about that from a business perspective, like a business who's trying to reach more people. You mm -hmm. took a minute to film a 15 second video and you reached 4,000 people all for that's, free. That's such the crack. I mean, like, you, you know, know what I mean? You and I both know, like I'll spend a whole Sunday afternoon I'll spend four hours on a LinkedIn video or you'll spend however much time you spend, probably even more than me um, on a client video or on a personal video for yourself and put it out and it doesn't get more than a couple hundred views. And, and that's on a platform like LinkedIn in my right. instance, that's supposed to be juiced in, in terms of the, the numbers and, and the metrics and everything like that. And to your point, I can spend 15 seconds to five minutes to put out a video and all of a sudden it gets 7,000 views. Like, right. That's almost frustrating to, to it is. Now. And I think that's, I mean, if people are on the fence about TikTok or think it's just, you know, super childish, whatever it may be, it's, I think just for that reason where it can take you a minute to film that and then reach 5,000 people. I think that in itself is, you know, good enough reason to just at least use it for some type of content. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think, and this is from, this is totally the like social media manager speaking in me, but it's also super uh, reusable content. And it's yes. stuff that, I mean, uh, we've talked about five star here. I only post TikToks on five star right now. Like, taking it, reformatting it really quickly, which is super easy to do even on your phone now, um, and then reposting it. Like I was thinking like, you know, if we start growing like an Instagram account, like we can just use these TikToks because that's kind of the content that we're talking about here and the stuff that we're talking about anyway. And we can just put that really low effort um, and repurpose it somewhere else. And I think that's, uh, it's really valuable. And I think the, the way that, I think that works so well because the way that people consume TikTok is just so different the way they consume any other social media platform. Um, and feeding it to them more directly on Instagram, something that they might not have seen on TikTok because the algorithm didn't allow them to see it or something like that, uh, I, I think makes it a really versatile platform when you already have the content too. For sure. And I, I keep thinking about, you know, the back pocket guys and how they use, you know, their TikToks or, you know, their funny videos trying to, mm -hmm. you know, reach maybe a different audience that they're not already in, but they bring, you know, those results and they bring them to their audience on Instagram and say, Hey guys, look at this. This is funny. We got, we spent 15 seconds on a video and got 10,000 views. Yeah. And then we pour our heart out in this one edit for season two or whatever. And it gets however many views, but it's just like utilizing TikTok in that sense where it's just, if you're not going to use TikTok to use TikTok, you can use it for other platforms. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. And you can use it as a testing ground for content. Yeah. Like you can kind of put it, there you know as a as a boneyard for content the way i've been using it for five star for a while now is like if i get videos dm to me i mean i have a 
an infinite supply of videos that are sent to me. Um, and I'm like, as isn't very good, but it's okay. You know, I'll throw it on TikTok to one have content there, but two, you know, maybe, you maybe know. it does well. And it's, it's such a, a low risk platform and we, we're not as concerned about our feeds and TikTok as we are on other platforms and, and all those factors combined just make it a really like creative centric platform, which is exciting. And one where you can just try, 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 throw stuff at the wall and just hope one thing sticks. For sure. I want to touch on uh, one more thing in terms sure. of posting on TikTok, just because it, it came up in that Chris Howe video that I thought mm -hmm. was interesting. And it's something I didn't do this week because quite honestly, I, th I thought it would be cheating. But it's, uh, you know, you post your video and within the first hour you see it has five views or something. Yep. This, uh, in, in the in the video, one of the tips was if you see that, take it down and literally post it two hours later and you will see like a, a dramatic increase in your first hour views. It's something, again, it's something weird with the algorithm, but it was super interesting to me. And I've done it in the past where I've, taken a video down because I put way too much production time into it and thought it should do better. Yep. So I posted it again and it did do better, but I mean, it wasn't crazy. Sure. But again, super interesting. And I, I wanted to do it so bad, but I was like, Nope, that's cheating. I can't do it this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have been a great proof of concept too. I mean, I, and I think you'll have to you'll, you send me this video and we can put it in the, in the notes for, for people below, yeah. um, just to reference. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's so, I keep saying it, but like the plot, the algorithm is just so inconceivable. Like I don't think it's very straightforward and I don't think a lot of people understand it very well as much as people will try to sell you that they do. I mean, people certainly will understand different tips and tricks, uh, but I haven't really seen anybody make that into a cohesive thought about what the algorithm does and, and how it works. And of course we know very general things like what things matter and what things don't matter in terms of um, engagement. But I just think there's a ton of like, luck involved and i think there's a ton yeah. of and maybe it's not luck and maybe it's just stuff that's above our pay grade and in algorithmic functions that we don't understand but um i i think it's it's something that again is worth trying and is worth just trying a lot of and seeing what works for you and what doesn't work for you absolutely well we are at a half hour and six seconds and i don't <laughs> right know on, anything uh, else right on schedule no i think this is uh i think this is a really good conversation so uh, for you guys, I would encourage you to watch that Chris Howe video, um, one that I will probably watch as well. We'll make sure to link that in the description of the YouTube channel um, or the YouTube video and then in the description of the podcast as well. Uh, we also are hopefully going to be using the, the swipe up TikTok um, going forward. So it's just swipe up podcast um, on TikTok. Uh, make sure to go check us out there. If anything, not for the content itself, maybe you get some ideas um, and you see what works and what doesn't work. Um, and maybe we'll work to sort of highlight different creators on there because I know as, as I use it as a consumer, um, I see a lot of things that I like. And I was literally having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday who was interning this summer at Lenovo. Um, and he was asking me about different creators that I liked and different things that I've seen. Um, and I told him a couple, you know, I, I think brands like the NFL are doing really cool things. And I, I think there are certain brands that are running it like I would run it um, for whatever that's worth. Uh, but I also told him that there is no roadmap right now for how a brand is supposed to use it. You could go completely comedic. You could go completely like trying to tap into the subculture. You could, 
you could go completely corporate. Like you could go a whole bunch of different directions, or you could, I, there's a guy that does really aesthetically pleasing cooking videos. And like, what if you, mm-hmm. was, was telling me like, what if Chipotle did some of these cooking videos where in 15 seconds you could learn how to make their guacamole or, or something like there's just, there's no roadmap right now. And that's the really exciting part. So the more that you can intake content, um, the more that you can be exposed to new things i think the more that you'll be able to be creative on the platform which of course jordan and i encourage you to do because it's one that maybe will help you satiate a creative itch that you already have or just be creative in a new way and i think that's that's really really valuable so go follow us on tiktok we also started a linkedin page um which is also just swipe up podcast um go follow us there we'll be sort of funneling content that him and i uh, jordan and i create um through there and then you can catch different updates for when we're going live and stuff like that which is important as well so that's it. That's it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Topic TBD, but um, TBD. We'll figure it out. We, we always do. We, we always do figure it out. We appreciate it. Go watch us on YouTube because there's some visual stuff in here that you might not have caught just by listening. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week.